The title is Trash Music and I use a lot of trash which I play. These are trash objects, I call objectophones. Just uh, everyday objects that should be thrown away. So uh, I use trash objects, but uh, also I use text from advertisements, from uh, tabloids and uh, from internet. So the lyrics that I use are taken from what we can read every day, uh, what I call trash texts of culture. When you're looking at trash, what, what do you, how do you know this could be a good instrument? What kinds of things are you looking for? Actually, I check. You now, when I go anywhere and I, I see something interesting, I just touch or try to knock it. That's Polish composer Wojciech Blasiczek talking about the piece that we're listening to right now called Trash Music. You're listening to Relevant Tones. I'm Seth Bosted, and this is the second in our two-part series, In the Field, Warsaw Autumn. Let's hear a little bit more of this piece, Trash Music. Ha! Huh? 
That's a piece by Wojciech Blazicek. It's called Trash Music, and we heard him talk a little bit about his process, which I think is pretty interesting if you think about it, going around town as a composer and looking for objects that people have thrown away that might work as musical instruments. I know a lot of percussionists who go out into junkyards and they beat on a lot of different pieces of metal, scrap metal, uh, but you can really wrap your mind around that. But you know, going around in the alleys and whatnot and looking for found materials that might make instruments, I haven't heard too many composers who do that before, and he calls them objects objectophones, what he does is he attaches a contact mic to the piece of trash (laughs) that he's using as an instrument, and then he can run it through his software and amplify it, and also he can manipulate it in real time, which is pretty cool. So we have a mix of acoustic instruments, the cello, accordion, bass clarinet, for example, but we also have these amplified objectophones that are being manipulated, that are being manipulated by the composer in real time during the piece. It's about a 26-minute long piece of music, so we couldn't play the whole thing. We had an excerpt of it, but it was performed live on the second-to-last night of the Warsaw Autumn Festival. And we here at Relevant Tones had the great chance to go in the field and to be at Warsaw Autumn this year. We went to almost all of the concerts, which is an incredible feat because there are so many, sometimes three or four in a single day. But we went to as many as we could. We're very impressed by the audience, by the composers, by everything that people are doing. And in the recent years, Warsaw Autumn has really expanded beyond the concert hall to embrace some non-traditional venues. So a lot of the concerts were in a place called the Soho Factory, which is exactly that. It's it's a refurbished factory that now houses a performance space for music, theater, and film, which is pretty incredible. There was also a late night series in a bar that was at the Palace of Culture, which is a a building that was a gift to the city from Stalin. So it's a bit controversial. It kind of looms over the downtown area, but the bar is really, really cool. And the performances that we saw there were fantastic. We also had the great chance to interview a lot of the composers that we're going to feature on today's show, which is the second of the two-part series, and also on the first part. I want to return to our interview with Wojciech Blazicek. This was happening in the offices of the Adam Mickiewicz Foundation, and just play a little bit more of our conversation. You know, we've been going to a lot of Warsaw Autumn concerts. The audiences mm-hmm. are huge. Yeah. Do you feel like it's going to be great to have your music played for so many people? Yeah, of course. It's great uh, to have a, a big audience. Uh, for me, the most interesting thing is to play for the other people. Uh, they are not musicians. They just go this one time in the month. They want to uh, to listen to something interesting, or maybe they want to, to feel something during the concert. So it's the most interesting for me. I agree. It's like a, we call it a club, you know, it's, uh, yeah, it's a just club. Your, your colleagues <laughs> mm-hmm. in the room. And of course, your colleagues aren't always the best audience members because sometimes they say nice piece, you know, but mm-hmm. they don't really mean it or, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But it's not really honest what they say. You <laughs> exactly. never know. But, you know, like a normal uh, audience member who's, who's coming in for the first mm-hmm. time, I think it's, it's a more honest reaction. Yeah, you cannot cheat uh, those people. They just uh, listen, and if they don't like it, they will say, well, I will not come to your concert uh, next time. I have some friends that are not musicians. They do not have any connections with contemporary music at all. And uh, it's quite important for me what they say about my music. It's just a snippet of my conversation with Wojciech Blazicek talking about audiences at the Warsaw Autumn Festival. And I love what he says where he says you can't cheat them. (laughs) I don't know that you can cheat other composers either, but what he's saying is you really have to write something that communicates to a wide range of people because that's who comes to the Warsaw Autumn Festival, which is really a fantastic thing. 
I want to play a piece now by composer Christoph Volek, who is intimately associated with the Warsaw Autumn Festival. He's been performed there many times in the past, but he's also this year a jury member. So it's great to meet him. We actually met him after a concert by the Talia Ensemble. They did a piece that is, uh, well, one of the freakiest things I've ever seen, and intentionally so. The composer was inspired by freak shows at Coney Island from the 1940s and 50s, uh, kind of a circus-like atmosphere to this piece. It was really an unusual piece, and everybody went out for dinner afterwards. I think they needed to decompress <laughs> after this piece. And we went along, and we met Christoph there, and he's a great guy, and he sent me this piece that was performed at Warsaw Autumn a couple of years ago. It's called Un Claro del Tiempo, it's in three movements, and it was commissioned, actually, by the Warsaw Autumn Festival. The first movement, Clamor, and the third, Pause of the Clock, are composed of the poems of the great Spanish poet Federico Garcia Lorca. And the title of the second movement, Droopy Watches, well, maybe you can guess, it's referring to a very famous painting by Salvador Dali, who was also friends with Lorca. We're going to hear the whole piece. Here are Françoise Kubler, soprano, Mario Caroli, flute, Silva Constanzo Piano and Damiano Meacci with Christoph Volek on live electronics. The piece is called Un Claro del Tiempo. Again, it's in three movements, and this is a live performance from the Warsaw Autumn Festival. Music of Christoph Volek. Thank you. 
music inspired by poetry of Federico Garcia Lorca and also in the second movement, the middle movement, a painting by Salvador Dali. If you know the poems of Federico Garcia Lorca, you know that he has this amazing ability to juxtapose unusual images in your mind. If, if you read the poems just as you were reading prose, it doesn't necessarily make sense to the conscious mind, but I think the subconscious mind finds meaning within it. He had an incredible ability to kind of plumb the subconscious depths and create these amazing imagist poems. And Salvador Dali, of course, as a surrealist painter, did the same thing. And here in this music, you can hear that really inspiring the composer, Christoph Volek. The piece is called Un Claro del Tiempo, and we heard Françoise Kubler, soprano, Mario Caroli, flute, Silva Constanzo, piano, and the electronics, which were being manipulated in real time, were done by Damiano Meacci and the composer himself, Christoph Volek. That piece was commissioned by the 51st Warsaw Autumn Festival, and we heard a performance there from Warsaw Autumn. You're listening to Relevant Tones, a show featuring the music of contemporary composers. Today's episode is the second in a two-part series called In the Field, Warsaw Autumn. We traveled to Warsaw for this famous festival, went to as many concerts as we could, talked to composers, and are now playing the music that we heard for you. To subscribe to our podcast or for streaming versions of this and all previous episodes, you can visit relevanttones.com. Today's program is the second in a two-part series called In the Field, Warsaw Autumn. We had the chance to travel to Warsaw and be at this festival, which, well, it was kind of a bucket list thing for me. It's definitely a dream come true. This is a festival I've known about for a long time. It has a huge reputation, and justifiably, this year was the 59th year of the Warsaw Autumn Festival consecutively. Let's just think about that for a moment. If you know anything about Polish history, you would know that it's been quite a tumultuous 59 years for Poland. And this festival has continued through different governments, through different social and economic circumstances. There has never not been a Warsaw Autumn Festival since it began 59 years. 
years ago. It's an incredible achievement, an incredible commitment to contemporary music. The festival features mostly music of Polish composers, but also international composers and ensembles as well. What a marvelous opportunity for us to be able to travel to Warsaw. The city was so beautiful, the leaves were turning. Uh, we had a little bit of time one day, so we went off to the park where the Chopin Monument is, and it was just such a beautiful day, an incredible time to be in Warsaw. So we're bringing you to Warsaw in September for the Warsaw Autumn Festival on today's episode. One of the composers we talked with was Marta Schniada, a young composer who was featured on the Warsaw Autumn Festival for the first time last year and then was commissioned for this year's festival to write a brand new piece. I'm going to play the piece that was featured last year because she still considers it to be one of her strongest works to date. It's for bass clarinet and clarinet solo with chamber ensemble. But before we hear the music, let's hear what she says about it. I think that my um, the biggest uh, thing I did uh, is air. Uh, it was performed uh, during Warsaw Autumn last year. It's inspired by this this idea that everything which surrounds us uh, derives from one basic source, and it's air. Um, this idea is very, very old from the first uh, philosophers and I tried to do a big piece from this first breath of the soloist and create as much uh, textures and um, sounds as I could. In many places you, you, you can't hear that he's the soloist, he's um, one of many. That's the composer of the piece we're about to hear, Marta Schniade, talking a little bit about how the soloist interacts with the chamber ensemble. Let's hear it. This is Robert Stefanski, the clarinet, bass clarinet soloist, and he'll be performing with the New Music Orchestra, led by Simon Bivalech.
That's an excerpt of a piece by composer Marta Schniade, performed at the Warsaw Autumn Festival last year in 2015. That piece is still a piece that she considers to be one of her strongest musical statements. I think it's a fantastic piece of music. It's for a clarinet, bass clarinet soloist. We heard Robert Stefanski in that role, and he was performing with the New Music Orchestra. Simon Bibelec was the conductor. I want to devote the rest of the program to actually one of the first pieces that we heard at the festival. This was on the opening concert, which was a pretty incredible experience. We'd only been in Warsaw for a couple of hours, and we walked up to the Warsaw Philharmonic Concert Hall, which is a gorgeous, gorgeous space. It is huge, at least three levels. It is a large concert hall, and it was absolutely packed. The first piece that was on the program was by Edgard Vares, and if you know, that composer is a very distinct sound. So I was really surprised when the orchestra started playing something very different and everybody shot to their feet it took me a moment to realize they were playing the polish national anthem um, that they start concerts the way that we start sporting events and uh, then we all we all sat down and uh, the orchestra went into edgard Vares, and i was like okay yes okay now i know what's happening <laughs> it was just an interesting moment though at the very first concert of the warsaw autumn festival after the Vares, they played this work a concerto for two flutes and orchestra by grazna pistrokowinska navracil and it's a fascinating work it's called Rainforest. It was a wonderful performance, and I'm going to play as much of it as I can now in the last part of the program. It's about a half hour long, so we won't be able to play the whole thing, but we'll play as much as we can. But Grajna is one of the composers with whom we were very fortunate to be able to speak. So let's hear from her a little bit about her inspiration for Rainforest. For me, it's very important that my music must be colorful. It must be that color because if I admire something, nature for example, I start to hear it. So this music goes to me from this nature. It's simple. I must only think about it and listen and, of course, put it on the paper. We're hearing the composer, Grazna Pstrokowinska Navracil, talking about her piece, Rainforest, which is a concerto for two flutes and orchestra. Again, it's a large-scale work, so we won't be able to play the whole thing, but we're going to play as much as we can, because it's a fantastic piece, and it was a wonderful performance. This is how we opened the Warsaw Autumn Festival. Here are Wukosh Dwogosh flute with Agatha Kilar Dwogosh flute, performing with the Warsaw Philharmonic, and Jacek Kaczbysk is the conductor.
Oh, I hate to fade down that piece. I think it's so well written. It's such an exciting piece. There's so many ideas happening. It's a piece for two flutes and orchestra, a double concerto. I don't know of too many other pieces out there for two flutes and orchestra. She had this very interesting sound world in mind, and the flutists are playing every flute there is, the alto flute, the piccolo, the bass flute, you name it. It's part of the piece, but it's not gimmicky. There is a specific sound world that she's thinking of, and she really did want two flutes. They're playing most of the time. It's a very active piece. What a great performance, too. This is how we opened the Warsaw Autumn Festival. This was performed on opening night, and that is because the composer is a huge figure in Polish music. We heard Rainforests by Grażna Pistrokulinska Navracil, and it was performed by the Warsaw Philharmonic, led by Jacek Kaspicz. And our soloists were Łukasz Dwogosz and Agata Kiel Dwogosz, playing, well, again, every kind of flute <laughs> that we know of. That's all the time we have for today's program, In the Field, Warsaw Autumn, Part 2. But there will be continuing installments in this series, In the Field, where we get to travel to festivals and other great performances around the world and really showcase the incredible vitality and diversity that is the global contemporary music scene. Relevant Tones has been produced by Sarah Zwinklis, with special thanks to our intern, B. Aldrich, and additional production help provided by Stephen Allman. Relevant Tones is made possible by the generous support of the Aaron Copeland Fund for Music and the listener supporters of WFMT. I'm Seth Bostead from the WFMT Radio Network, Chicago.